Invigorate, embiggen, Legolas's quickly reflexes. Let's go. Next on Eternal Dirtles. Before we get started, I want to give a quick thanks and appreciation out there to all the Dirtle Maniacs that support us on Patreon. Without these people, the podcast could not afford the production upgrades and time we devote to it. If you appreciate the content we create, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash eternaldirtles. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark. And with me this week, very special guest, Fenris Cloud, Sam. Sam, how are you doing, man? Hey, Zach. It's very nice to be on. Uh, I'm doing great, actually. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited to talk about Infect because, uh, you know, I think the deck is uh, still excellent and we have some very exciting things coming up. So uh, glad to be here and uh, being able to talk with you guys about Infect. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big Infect fan. Uh, before I moved uh, from, from New York to Philly, I, you know, I had my full set of duels and everything and I sold them. But the last deck that I was playing pretty competitively to a couple of top eights, was in fact I was I was on like a, uh, a, a Green Sun Zenith version of the deck, and uh, I don't know I've just always kind of been a big fan of in fact especially when uh, my my pet deck Rug Delver kind of uh, hit the can for a while. In fact, was a great option to get past all the Elves decks and all of the you know the this was back when Deathrite Shaman was a card to yeah. just to be able to like compete against uh, against those decks. So in fact, to me is just like I I really love it and and for what it's worth. Uh, it has been, uh, it has been, I believe, undervalued for for a small amount of time, and and I, obviously you haven't undervalued it, but uh, I think overall the the community has undervalued, uh, in fact, as as like a viable option. Oh, for sure, I couldn't agree with you more. There, I, I mean, I know I am biased. I realize that. Don't get me wrong, but I I really believe that in fact is still a very very good deck, even though you, I mean, nobody plays it anymore. I think it's so weird because. Uh, when when I go to a tournament, uh, I don't play a lot of Magic Online uh, currently because I don't have a lot of time, uh, not as much as I used to. But when I'm playing in Paper Magic, um, like if I look at the last like ten tournaments, I think I went either top eight or was live or top eight until the very end every single time I played. Um, and I've tried different decks from time to time, but it's funny because every time I play a different deck, it always feels to me like just not as good as. <laughs> as Infect is, which is something that probably a lot of people would disagree with me. Um, but uh, again, I'm biased. I realize that. Yeah. Uh, but it's lovely to, to to hear that you've been playing Infect for a long time as well. And you can you can still do good with uh, with the deck, for sure. Yeah, I think I think one of the biggest things that people look at Infect and say, like, oh, this is why Infect is, like, not the deck I want to play or whatnot, is, like, cards like Snuff Out, you know, free, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you know, they see Orcish Bowmasters and the whole deck is full of X1s, you know, <laughs> and and of, of course, those are all issues. But um, minus Snuff Out, which is definitely like not the, not the best place to be uh, if you're playing a, a deck that's playing that. Um, I think all the all the same issues Infect had before are still there. Like people had to spend mana or counter your uh, uh, counter your pump spells, you know, to stop the deck from winning. And that hasn't changed. You know, they everybody knows how to play against Infect for the most part. Like, don't die to a berserked, invigorated creature. But I think I think people really underestimate the fact that not a whole lot has changed in the last like five years for Infect. It's still as strong as it was before, and and not for nothing. It, it had it has kind of always been in that like tier one point five, tier two category as far as like the best decks in the format are concerned. But uh, severely undervalued, I think. Yeah, I agree. 
it's uh, it's very clear that you've been playing Infect for a while now because um, this is a discussion that I usually don't have. Mostly <laughs> when people talk to me, I have to spend the first ten minutes explaining why Infect is still <laughs> is still yeah, nothing has changed. Day. No, I mean, if you look at Bowmasters, right, I'm not going to lie, in the beginning, it was a bit of a deal. You had to work around, you had to uh, change your deck, but the thing is, Infect um, is still a, a aggro-based deck which plays cantrips, right? And yeah. as we've seen with Delva, if you play cantrips, you can adjust, but you have to be willing to take the time to actually um, work on your uh, 60 cards in the main, or even 75, and figure out a way to deal with the meta. And once you do that, well, it's going to be good. The, um, the thing is, I, I think that not a lot of people are playing Infect anymore, so that means that if, if Delve has an issue with a deck, right, you give it two weeks and uh, the internet has solved the problem, if I can say it like that. Because yeah. there are like a million people working on it. But right now, if Infect has a problem, like Bowmasters was printed, like who am I going to go to for help? <laughs> I mean, yeah. not a lot of people are still playing the deck, so I, I, I knew that it was mostly going to be me doing it, but I'm ha I like that. I really, that's, that's the thing that I enjoy. Um, but it didn't take me long. If you look at my list, uh, it has like Royal Treatment, and that was an all-star. And uh, I actually shared on my Twitter a uh, picture recently that literally said is, this is why Infect can adapt. And there was a situation where my opponent had two Bowmasters on the field and a Plague Engineer, and I just had a lone Blooded Agent with the Royal Treatment um, under it, which means that they just fired off double Bowmasters, didn't kill it, and then had Plague Engineer, but it was plus one, plus one. And I just killed them the turn after. And yeah, I, I, that just felt, I mean, that's, I'm still riding all that high today. <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was well, so nice. One of the things we talked about when we were looking at the, um, and, and I wasn't sure if it worked this way or not, but one of the things we talked about when we uh, did the set review for uh, for Eldraine was Royal Treatment can save two creatures, right? Like you could give your creature Hexproof and then put a Royal Roll on another creature. If they've tapped out, both creatures are safe. I mean, the treatment was when I saw it. The ward one is just so good because if you if you also play like against control decks, uh, I had situations where my opponent plays like Teferi, which is always such such a horrible card to play against. But I just said, okay, in response, I'm going to royal treatment my my my, my threat, and it resolves. Even though I had counter magic, like it resolves. And then they 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 couldn't even bounce the creature because they had ward one, so they can't bounce it. Uh, and then I just kill them in my turn. So <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, well, uh, during my main phase, I'll invigorate my guy and berserk him, and you know, yeah, it's I guess like, you can't cast berserk, right? Yeah, that's true, but it's yeah, you can if you do it in main phase. Um, well, berserk has to be cast during during combat, I believe, right? I think before combat, if let's, I remember that correctly, it. before the combat damage. Step. Because, otherwise, yeah, I've so, been okay. playing the deck very wrong for. Yeah, no, no, no. it's been. <laughs> it, I, 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 it just shows how how long ago it was that I was playing Infect because Tef. Teferi was not a card that I had to deal with. In fact, when, yeah. when that card got spoiled, I put it into my deck because I was like, well, this is great. If I can just like get to my turn with uh, like an Ink Moth Nexus, I win the game. I've played Teferi in uh, like when I won uh, the Paris Magic Card Market Tournament, I had Teferi in my deck. Um, it's really good uh, against control decks. So I, uh, I really like it there. Or at least it used to be, not anymore with Prismatic Endings, etc. But uh, yeah, it, it has been very, very good for quite a long time. Um, and generally, you know, Prismatic Endings a tough card against against Infect already because you really don't want sorcery speed removal. You want to be able to react at, in time to what your opponent's doing. Inkmon Nexus, that's the all star <laughs> against Control. It's so good. So in general, uh, when we started uh, saying and uh, evaluating Infect right now, 
I think it's important to stress that it's still a blue-based deck that can adapt. And I think the only reason why we don't see Infect uh, as much anymore is just because people uh, seem to have forgotten that it exists. And what I do, this this is a downside of a deck. Um, it's, it is very fragile, right? If you make yes. one mistake, you're going to three for one yourself. Like if I just, if I have Glisten Elf and I invigorate Berserk on my creature, my opponent goes like, okay, swords. And, and I don't have anything going on. I just... I just lose the game, right? With a Delver, if you, I don't know, if you if you fire off a lightning bolt to someone's face and they sh you should have kept it for the threat next turn, that's not the end of the world. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's unfortunate, but it's not immediately game over. And that's why I think a lot of people are, are staying away from Infect because it is fragile. And in the beginning, uh, you will lose all the time. Like, literally. Yeah, it is I, a skill uh... tester deck for sure, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I think it's you one have of to the lose most... A lot. You have to lose a lot in the beginning to win... Like, I think you win big with this deck, especially because people aren't paying attention to it. Um, yeah. But in the beginning, you really have to learn the ins and outs of the deck, and you have to understand uh, what's going on in your opponent's head, right? And I think yeah, yeah, that, that is the biggest concern, especially in a world now where, like, we don't have Gitaxian Probe, which was, you know, when I started playing the deck, we had access to Gitaxian Probe, and that was great. You could just see what your opponent was thinking. You're like, okay, now I know what you're thinking. Um, yeah. I even... I even diddled around with um uh peak for a while just because it, being able to look at your opponent's hand was that strong but i think uh i i think that is the hardest part of the deck is like understanding how your opponent wants to react to the, yeah. to this deck yeah. exactly exactly couldn't agree more and it's funny you mentioned gitaxian probe uh, because um gitaxian probe made the deck like insanely good just Watch the other dude's hand uh, and see what's going on. And, okay, I can just kill you, so let's do that. The thing is, once um, I couldn't agree more, but once you get really good with the deck, you know what's going on, and you can sometimes read the opponent. I, I find it hard to explain it to you, but I can just sometimes, depending on how my opponent's playing to the board, see what they have in their hand. It's difficult not to know what I'm talking about uh, without having like an example. Um, and I found myself that when, even when Gitaxian Probe was legal, in the end, when I when I started getting really good with the deck, I even started cutting them. I in the end, uh, yeah. I actually only played two Gitaxian Probes because I didn't need it. I'd rather have a Ponder because I I you could usually figure out what was going on, and then you I, I no longer needed it, <laughs> which is so yeah. weird to say right now. It is it is sort of like training wheels for sure. Exactly. Yeah. One sure. of the one of the funny things about about that that era was uh so the, the whole like what is going on in your opponent's brain sort of sort of thing was I, I recall playing at a pretty a pretty big event uh i got to the top eight and i think I, I got into the top four and in to get into the top eight i had played against gerard fabiano uh well known uh you know Gr i think he was on grixis delver at the time and he ended up he ended up beating me and i snuck in like literally like on tiebreakers got into eighth place <laughs> Won my next match, and in the next match, I uh, this is the the semis. I went up against one or the quarterfinals. I went up against his friend. He had he was going into the finals, and I went up against his friend. And we got to this point in the game where he he was. I won game one, game two. He was completely dominating me, and I had a uh, Viridian Corruptor, uh, the two two infect that like kills a you know no kills an artifact when it comes into play. And yeah. that was all I had, and I had an invigorate in my hand, and that was it. And my opponent had I forget how he knew, but he knew that I had an invigorate in my hand. He had perfect information. And he had been basically just ruining my board with a Grimlovmancer. 
had no cards left in his graveyard. So he's just sitting there staring at my Verdian Corruptor uh, with, I think, like a Grimlock Mancer and a Deathrite Shaman. So, like, there was really, no, I couldn't attack into it because he just killed my only possible out. And um, he he cast Ponder, and I had already seen his hand earlier, and I knew he had a daze. And I was like, oh, the game's over. Like, I literally said to him, oh, the game's over. You're going to daze your own Ponder and then uh, let it, uh, like, pay it. He had plenty of mana out. Pay it. And then you'll just use that mana to, uh, or use those two cards to get rid of my uh, my Verdian Corruptor with your Grim Lovemancer. And the guy, like, I was just, I saw the play on the board, like, uh, this is what I would do, you know? And I think me stating that freaked the guy out. And Gerard's behind him, like, staring at him, like, oh my god, like, obviously this is what you do. And the guy sat there for a minute, he's like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Like, I, he was playing into some, like, major ploy I had. Um... And so he didn't do that. He just drew the cards from the 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 ponder and only had one card in his graveyard. And so I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, next turn, I I drew a berserk and attacked and killed him. And Gerard's like the whole time is just like, "What's going on? No, you know, like." Another thing why I love the deck, the mind games, and people yeah, are so afraid. You just win. <laughs> yeah, and people are so afraid of infect as they should be. As and this is this is. What's what surprises me, right? Like I, I'm hearing from from all the time, from every from everywhere I come, and people talk to me about about infect, of course. And I, I I sometimes get the question like, why are you still playing the deck? Why you why are you not playing a different deck? And I always say, I mean, I think it's good. I really think it is. Yeah. And it's funny because people don't think that infect is good. That's clear. Just look at that data. Nobody plays it anymore. However, every time people play against me, they are very afraid. And they, nobody wants to play against Infect. Why is that if the deck's that bad? I mean, it's so weird to me, right? Yeah. If it was really that bad, people wouldn't be afraid, right? Well, it's the heuristics uh, of remembering what to do on top of the fact that, like, the, de the deck is, like I said, the deck is as good as it's ever been. And, and soon, I think, to be very good. Um, but I, I think one of the things that really gets people is the fact that the deck can just... Can, it, we had Julian uh, Julian Knob on uh, last week, and one of the one of the really great things that he said was, uh, "There's a Doyle Bronson quote about poker. It's about putting a man to all of his chips, like no limit hold'em." And th this is a deck that can do that. This is a deck that can constantly be like, "I'm all in." Yeah, do you have it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, sure. like if and if if you are constantly putting your opponent in that situation, one, there's just the mental energy your opponent has to to deal with. Throughout the the entire day, like dealing with dealing with decks like that, uh, they have to have so many options to figure out what you're doing. Because basically, what Infect really is is Infect is a Delver deck with a combo kill, right? Like you have yeah, access to yeah. Force of Will, you have access to Days, you know. But then you then you're like, oh, and I'm gonna win here, and that's why I started playing it because I was like, this is just Delver, you know, in, in play patterns, you know. You, maybe you're not playing wastelands per se, but you have all the all the same access to the to the fun police aspects of Delver, and then you just get to be like, cool, I stopped your combo, and now I'm going to kill you. If you're playing against a combo deck, right? If you're playing against a, a, a mid range or control deck, you ha you have to put them on so many different so many different options of like what could it possibly happen, and they have to always assume that you have it. Yeah, it's, it's 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 another reason why I really love the deck. People are afraid of it, and I think Infect is really one of the most difficult decks to play 
Um, but it's also one of the most difficult decks to play against because you can literally die out of nowhere at any given time. So you have to respect everything, but you can't do that, right? Where we as the Infect players have to find the correct turn to go for it, other people have to really navigate their way through what we are going to try and do. If I, yeah. I really like the deck uh, in general because it, it, it's after playing it for now almost 10 years, it's still as fun as it was in the beginning. And I've never had that with a different deck. Sometimes decks, they get a bit stale from time to time or you really want to do something else. And I've never had that with Infect because of the... The way like the deck, it it um, as the years has gone have gone by, the the deck has become more challenging to play. But um, it makes it also even more exhilarating when you can actually win and adapt your deck, um, because every game that you play with it and you win, it really feels like you deserved it. Not yeah. like I played this card and I win, right? No, it feels like I I I, I deserve to win here because I I navigated through myself perfectly and. Uh, Every loss you get very often feels like if I would have done this or this differently, I could have probably won. I'm not saying that it's true, but it has how it feels, and that's why you want to keep on playing. Yeah, the uh, deck has a lot of agency. You always feel like it, it it it's on you to make the right decisions, and if if you don't, you know exactly where you went wrong, right? You're like, yep, there it is. That was the spot. You know, like I I could have respected X, Y, or Z. I didn't. You know. I made, you know, you, you generally make a calculated uh, risk when you're going for it anyhow. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. you have to respect, you know, wh what your opponent's doing. But when you win, you're just like, yep, I did it right. You know, like I just, it just feels so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I had situations where like people are watching my table and people are going away <laughs> because they think, <laughs> yeah, this game is over. And then um, when I'm done, I actually made, made it possible that I squeeze out a win. And people are like, how? I I, yeah. I can't see I can't see how. And I'm like, yeah, noble. I'm just I, I attack with a noble hierarch, and if I have enough pump spells, that's regular yeah, damage. Sometimes, happens. sometimes you <laughs> get people with regular damage. Exactly, exactly. Well, the fun thing is when people decide to not respect your regular damage, and you're like, yeah, I'll just take eight on the Sylvan Library, and you're like, okay, okay, <laughs> I'm in. But like, I got a berserk and an yeah. invigorate. You're only going to gain three life. Yeah. I'm going to do five. Exactly, you know? and you can. That's where you get the real skill of things, right? Because sometimes. Um, I I even play differently against different players, if that makes sense. If I yeah. see my opponents, like if, if I'm playing against a very skilled opponent, of course, I know that they're going to play differently than newer players. And even that changes sometimes the way I play. Even when I have a very local meta, I play against skillful players on the same deck. I even play differently against them because I know that they make small differences and I don't feel that with any other deck that I've ever played. Um, because... That's another thing right now with Infect being gone, if I can say it like that, is I, I get more and more free wins. I, I, I'm getting readers these days where people are like, what's that creature? <laughs> and they yeah. have to read Glistenwealth. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah. ooh, if, if this is your first time playing against the deck, I mean, it's, it's horrible, right? Because you don't know what's going on. And that's, that's a plus. You will, if you're playing yeah, the tournament. Yeah, that is one of the, gr the great things about the deck is, is if it is under like if, if people are underrating the deck there's less people that are prepared for it definitely and even like if i'm playing against like some of the best players in the world even they they do not know what i have in my deck right now because even that's not a deck that you're going to see online unless there's no stock like, list yeah yeah exactly there is no stock list and i try to abuse this because in uh, in in my local meta where i play people do know me and they do know my list so every tournament i go to i swap around like a, at least two or three cards um, because you have options, and I don't want people to know what I'm playing. And uh, this is something that Infect can do. You can have like these 
flex slots, right? One crop rotation uh, and one stifle, stuff like that. I, yeah. It's not bad. And uh, one of is never going to completely change around the game plan. And then if you, uh, if I haven't played crop rotation in a while, I will probably just slam it in my deck because people do not respect the end of turn crop rotation anymore. Oh and man, once end they've turn seen crop it, rotation for uh, ink, <laughs> ink moth nexus into the win is just like that is just kiss. It's like the yeah. best thing. Exactly, exactly. And I remember the days where I had my sideboard was 15 different cards. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Card quality right now is so powerful that that's no longer the case. But uh, I have a lot of top eights where I had 15 different sideboard cards. How do you feel just... <laughs> about uh, Tef Teferi's response, Teferi's response? I play that. I, I actually love that card. I kept I kept like some scores on my notebook every weird thing that I've done with Teferi's response, honestly. Yep. <laughs> but unfortunately, I think um, yeah, the days of Teferi's response. I think are yeah, we gone. moved past it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. My my, that, my pet card right cantrip. now is uh, Great Sable Stag. I've I've been in love with that card for a very long while now, and uh, it's it's becoming quite of a a joke with my friends and people who Great know of Sable Stag. Yeah. I, I have See, to look this, this up. It's a read. Yeah. You, you have Great to look it up, stack. and um, I'm, I'll just, just let you read it, and then let's hear what you think about it. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Great, oh, Great Sable Stag. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember this guy. So this is a uh, three, three, four, one, and two green. It's a elk. It can't be countered, and it has protection from blue and black. Exactly. So this reads against Death Shadow. You win the game and can't be countered. Yeah. Uh, so and I actually, the, the card I, I the card I played instead of this was Trinity Nemesis. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. That that you can also play Trinity Nemesis uh, for sure. But I really liked uh, the Great Sable Stack more because it can't be countered. Um, yeah. And there was a period where Death Shadow was like tier one, and that yeah. was a very difficult deck to deal with. It was probably one of the worst matchups. And then I just played yeah between two... Thoughtseize, you know, stymieing your early, your early situation, and then uh, of course they have uh, Toxic Deluge, which can which can really mess you up. Yeah, uh, a engineered plague uh, uh, or plague engineer on you can Phyrexian just, is pretty bad. You can just name the entire deck. The deck is yeah. made. To, and then I just started playing two great sable stags in the sideboard. And if if I had that one, it was it was just game over. It was that good, honestly, because they yeah. they don't respect life total as infect uh, no. against infect as they shouldn't. And I just slam down great sable stag, pump it twice, and they are dead. It yeah. was hilarious. I started playing it um, recently again because Death Shadow was seeing a resurgence. However, I've cut it again from the deck because now people are moving to blue black scam, and it's not as good against them because they don't they don't reduce their life totals as much. I'm just telling you this because it's clear that um, again we are seeing what Delver does right. You against certain bad matchups, you change one or two cards, and the matchup becomes fine. And that's yeah. it's is the case for Infect too. You can if you build your deck accordingly, you can adjust to the meta, which is what I've done um, every single time and why I'm still performing with the deck. Um, unfortunately, it's probably a bit more difficult um, and it takes more time to navigate through the options and uh, fewer people are playing it. Uh, and I think that's why people are slowly looking towards other directions, Because, but um, that may change soon, I believe. So uh, I want to talk about some cards that I'm not seeing in your deck. And and ask and ask about them. One is Venerated Rot Priest. Mm -hmm. It's a card that I highly rated. Uh, and admittedly, I haven't played Infect uh, since it came out, but uh, I highly rated when when the set came out. And and I, I don't see it in your deck, so I'm I'm wondering how how you act, how you feel about that card. I get that question a lot, and actually, uh, I play Modern as well. Uh, Infect, of course. 
And I never um, rated Venerate Drop Priest as very high uh, for Legacy specifically. And the reason for that is quite simple. You need um, a certain amount of pump spells to make Drop Priest good, right? Um, because otherwise, why would you want this? And if you look at usually Infect uh, decks, we play like 8 pump spells, like 10 if you can Berserk. Is that enough to make Drop Priest work? I don't think so. It's usually just going to take one removal spell and then, then get killed. Maybe you can yeah. save it, but then you've lost your pump spell, which is something that you usually want to keep. You also need room in the deck, and uh, you know space is very limited in uh, the Infect deck. And I've given it a go because that's something that I enjoy. And it, was, it became very apparent that in Legacy, you really do not want Rock Priest. It's not good enough. Um, it, yeah, um, the because it, it has sort of a weird dichotomy with the pump spells. It doesn't like, it itself is not an infect creature, so the pump spells don't, like, get you there with, with it. Um, you need to be pumping your other creatures. The only reason I, I really liked this this card initially was because the, uh, I think Shaper Sanctuary was a card I used to play. It had this Shaper Sanctuary situation where if your opponent decided to kill your guy, you got some value off of it. And uh, and that, that to me, was, like, why why the card ha had any sort of... Um, that was why the card had like had like a draw to me is is because mm -hmm. it basically made itself a lightning rod, so your opponent had to kill that instead of your glistener elf, right? Because they didn't want to just blow themselves out, and then and then they were taking an extra infect for every time they targeted one of your guys. I agree with you there, and that's actually what I'm doing in modern. But I think what we're talking about right now is we get to you have to choose between quantity and quality, and the yeah. thing is in legacy. The pump spells, the quality is so high. We have Invigorate and Embiggen right now, and they are yeah. just so powerful, the pump spells. You really don't want too many pump spells. You want to go... Usually, if I'm able to like hit with one pump spell in, 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 in a game, I, I, I tend to win by just attacking with the Nobles, etc. And modern, we choose the, the, um, the quantity rate, because the pump spells are a lot worse. If you look at my recent lists, I'm playing zero pump spells in my current Legacy list that... And I'm also playing in uh, Modern. Except if you count like two vines, that's it. That tells you all you need to know about um, Infect in Modern right now. It's a very yeah. different deck. And in Modern, I'm I am playing Shapers. I'm also playing Spell Skites, and Spell Skite alongside Rock Priest becomes very good because then you can just I'm going to target my Rock Priest, bounce the Spell Skite, you take two, and my Rock Priest survives. I also draw a card, and if you can do it like that, it becomes very good. But yeah. that means you need a flurry of pump spells to make that one work. And that's not what we're doing in Legacy. We are firing off one, maybe two pump spells. And if we fire off two, the game is over. If we fire off one, we don't need any others. And we are also only playing eight to ten pump spells, usually. So that's why um, I think Rock Priest is not what we are looking for in Legacy specifically. Yeah. So so from there, let's talk about uh, Embiggen, because Embiggen is this new card. Uh, I, is it on Magic Online yet? Hmm. Yeah, it is. They put it on Magic Online, I think, a month ago, something like that. Okay, which great. is uh, We had this sweet, sweet moment where before Bowmasters got printed, that Embiggen was already legal, and we I will never be able to, to um, prove it, but that was a timing where I think Infect was maybe Tier 1. I think in that timing, I, I top-aided every tournament I played, which was only oh, like wow. three. That's only like three, <laughs> so not impressive, but it, I, I tend to focus on Paper Magic, and uh, um, I, I always top it when I played in that time period, but well, I couldn't. I couldn't play on Magic Online, unfortunately. So uh, it was unfortunate that I was never able to to just to show you how good that yeah, just was. Grind it out that way, yeah. Um, so 
for for the layman here, uh, embiggen is basically for the most part like plus four plus four. Is that how that that's working? Yeah. So what embiggen says is every non-brushwag creature um, gets. So okay, let's. I think if I remember correctly, so it gets plus X, plus one plus one for each super type, super card type, and subtype. It right, has. if it's a non-brushwag, and they put that one on, so you can't make changelings like a million, a million. <laughs> I guess, um, and that's the reason why. And that means that suddenly we have the Phyrexian Errata is suddenly a buff, where in the past yeah. it was a downside, but now it's a buff because you can see on the cards you can see the three types, and now you also have to include um, the Phyrexian. So yeah, Elf so you've got like the... Infect Rogue Phyrexian, right? Yeah, Infect Rogue. Sorry, type. Insect Rogue Phyrexian, uh, Elf. Rogue Phyrexian? I, I forget what Glistener Elf is. I think Glistener Elf is Elf, um, Warrior, Phyrexian, Creature. Those are the four types. Okay. So um, for Blood Agent, it's the same. It's plus four, plus four. And this is the big plus on Ink Moth Nexus. It's plus five, plus five at instant speed, which is insane. It Monk, really is yeah. so, strong, so strong. Because it's also an artifact, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's a land, which, may, which is what uh, makes the difference. Yeah. So... Um, Plus five, plus five at instant speed for one green is is <laughs> it's quite strong. It's it's the first yeah, pump good. spell that I'm playing four right now in my build, and the only pump spells I'm currently playing is invigorates and the Invigans. I don't count vines and royal treatments as pump spells. So they are protection spells and vines. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sometimes, sometimes you get them, but that's not why it's there. Uh, let's be real. But Invigan has been um, yeah the the best pump spell been printed since Invigorate, I think, um, and it's. It's one of the cards that, since it's only very recently been put on Magic Online, people have not been able to play with it. I, unfortunately, have not been playing a lot on Magic Online recently, so I haven't been able to show the power level. As soon as I have more time, definitely, that's uh, something yeah. that I wanted to try. Um, but I think the card is, is very good, and people have... I, mean, I don't know, I've, I've never seen anyone else really playing online with Ambigans, unfortunately. Um, but I think that's one of the best uh, things that Infect has been needing in a long while, because... I don't think that creatures are the problem with the deck. So that's something that I hear occasionally as well, where people think that the infect creatures are too, too small right now to actually make the difference. That's not true. We, if if they are one one or two two, it really doesn't change all that much, right? I'm going to use two pump spells and you're dead. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what what the additions are. The pump spells are what matters, and the biggin is the thing that we needed. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. If they print a one-one unblockable creature for one blue, sure, that's an upgrade. Yeah, of course, I'm in. <laughs> sure, but um, so. yeah, exactly. But you don't. We that's not if if that's not what the first thing that I was looking towards. I would yeah. want if I could have to choose between better creatures or better pump spells, I would always pick better pump spells because right yeah. now in the Bowmasters meta, every pump spell I play saves my threats, every single one. Yeah, always. I don't have to when we were playing like Becoming Men's in the past. That required delve in the early games. It was bad. Scale up. I played that occasionally, but that's a sorcery, so that's worse. Yeah. And now we, we don't need to. We don't need any. We have. We don't have any downsides. We can just play a big, and it always works. Always one green, instant speed. Yeah, it's it's great. And I think you know, for for the most part, plus four is what is the sweet spot, right? Plus, yeah. Like obviously, if this was just a giant growth, we wouldn't be playing it. But plus four is the sweet spot because that turns your guy into a five five. And then Berserk gets you the 10, right? So that's yep. that's re really where you want to be. The plus five, even better. Like, you know, especially because you're getting trample and maybe your opponent's blocking with the Delver. It doesn't matter. You're still going to trample over over that and do 12, you know, t a total of plus 12. It's going to be enough to kill your opponent. 
Um, so to me, uh, the, that plus four is, is the real sweet spot, which is what you get with Invigorate. I agree. And especially you know, with Ink Moth Nexus, the being plus five is just so great because then you don't even need... if That's just two spell spells is lethal immediately. If I like attack with Ink Moth Nexus, I am big and Invigorate, that's 10. Well, usually yeah. that's just nine. Uh, you know, the and, thing is, uh, if we play our combo right, we, our combo costs one green mana, which is silly. <laughs> that's like, yeah. that's a stat that you just can't beat. One green mana to kill you, <laughs> that's still a power level that Infect has, right? Eternal Dirtles is proud to be sponsored by Moxfield. Moxfield is the best Magic the Gathering deck building website on the internet. You can create, share, and find decks from Commander to Legacy and even fan supported formats like Pre Modern and Old School. You can see all of our decks. On our mox field, follow the links below to stay tuned. Yeah, it's it's it, it the 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 fact that the whole deck sort of supports itself too. You know, you're saying like it, this this protects all my guys from removal or, or whatnot. Uh, you know, damage based removal at the very least um, is is really great because you know you don't always cast and biggin or invigorate to win the game. Sometimes you're just like I need my guy on the board, right? And it's flexible like that. You know, it's not where you want to be. You don't want your opponents to be trying to kill your creatures. You'd rather they just go uh, no blocks and <laughs> have and be completely tapped out. But uh, the fact that you can uh, use use your game ending spells to change up and be like, oh, I'm going to protect protect my plan. Right? You don't get that in Storm. You know, like it's, there's no Storm deck that's like, oh, hold on, like I'm going to change my whole plan, and uh, at the expense of me winning this turn. I'll stop you from uh, screwing up my game plan. Like that's a deck that's all in all the time for the most part on their on their one plan. They're very single minded, single mindedly focused on getting there. But one of the great things about Infect is that uh, aside from having that backup plan to protect your guys with uh, your spells, sometimes you're just chipping in. Most of the time, I would say you're chipping in. Happens all the time. That's why I say that usually one pump spell is good enough. Um, yeah, because if you I mean, it's like swinging in. If if I in, invigorate my threat and I, I deal five infect damage, I can now just chill. I I can now just play like Delva Plan, attack two times. Who knows? If if I draw a pump spell at any given time, I can just win out of nowhere. So yeah. very often, indeed, you don't. The 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 deck everyone knows it from like the the turn two invigorate berserk, and that happens. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, it happens. Yeah. But if you if I would watch at my games and I would analyze them, that's a minority by far. Yeah. Very often. You don't want to do that because, again, if, if they swords and you don't have anything, you're going to lose. So you want to be very, very uh, safe with, uh, with the way you're playing. Uh, uh, you said recently that um, it doesn't stop um, all removal spells, and that's true, right? The thing is, in Big and in a Bowmaster's meta, it does, and that's why it's so good right now. Invigorate and in Big and they save all our creatures against the Bowmasters, which is everywhere. A lot of decks are relying on Bowmasters to win the game and removal, especially against Infect. Um, and in general, if we are getting new pump spells that are both aggressive and defensive, that's where we want to be. And yeah. that's, well, I'm not sure if we can all talk about it already, but uh, the upcoming card, Legolas's Quick Reflexes. Yeah, let's talk it about works, it. Yeah. Uh, finally, <laughs> finally. I'm, I'm so happy that I can talk about it. It would be nice to put it on screen right yeah, now. Me, because yeah, it's, we're gonna, uh, we're, it's definitely going to be on screen. Let's, let, okay, let me cool. read it real fast so that everybody yeah. knows where we're at with that card. Yeah, uh, a lot of people don't know what it does. Uh, quick reflexes is an instant. This is coming out in the uh, the Middle Earth Commander like thing that's coming out in during Christmas time. Uh, yeah, November, November the third. Well, November the third. There you go. I think so. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, one green mana for an instant. It has split second. Uh, for those of you who don't know split second, as long as the spell's on the stack, players can't cast spells or activate abilities that aren't mana abilities. So, boom, this is happening. Unless you have uh, mana abilities, there's nothing you can do about it, right? Uh, untap target creature. Until end of turn, it gains hexproof. Reach. Whenever this creature becomes tapped, it deals damage equal to its power to up to one target creature. Yes. It's this is this is both nuts. removal, protection, <laughs> and and in a pinch, you can block like a Delver or something if you're like gonna die, right? You're like, it oh, does, okay, my guy reach. Zach, honestly, it does every if if Wizards had come to my house and said, hey, you know, hey Sam, you know what? Here you go, you you can make a new card for Infect. I was like, I'm not gonna make this one because they would never allow me to do such a silly thing. And now they printed it, right? Yes. I saw that card getting spoiled and. Uh, I didn't. I didn't see it myself. People were just texting me, <laughs> and yeah. the day it got leaked, I I got like four, uh, four to five messages asking me, "Have you seen this card? Do you think it will be good?" And I, I didn't at that time. And when I came home, I saw the card. I just immediately, and I'm not joking, I pre-ordered four of the boxes. I didn't Boom. even know at that time if it was real or it was yeah. coming. It seemed very real, so I just <laughs> ordered them immediately. I got them for a very a very um, cheap price, and I I think this is going to be insanely good and yeah. it's probably the best pump spell well, I'm not I'm not going to say pump spell protection spell ever um I've been playing a lot with this card in real life already my buddies they allow me to test with it um and just to just I, I actually played on Friday we're recording on Sunday so two days ago just a little thing against Delbert that can just show you how good the 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 card is right I start with Noble my opponent plays um Darcy um so Dragon's Rage Channeler mm-hmm. my turn I play Ink Moth Nexus and I pass, they start by playing Wasteland, and they Wasteland my Ink Moth Nexus. And in my head, I'm like, this is just too good to be true, right? So what I do is I tap my Ink Moth Nexus for colorless mana. Yep. I animate itself with the colorless mana. Then I put the Legolas on Ink Moth Nexus. Oh, so rude. they can't respond. They can't respond. My Ink Moth Nexus untaps. It's a land, so I can tap it for mana. So I tap it for mana. That means it gets tapped. So I destroy the Dragon's Rage Channeler. My turn. <laughs> so they, yeah. they, they two for one their self, and I for one green mana had an uninteractable thing to kill their creature and prevent my threat from dying. So this is just one example. I've been testing with this card a lot. Um, and the more I play with it, the more I think that this is going to put Infect for sure back on the map. And I think a lot of players will come back because... I've been getting a lot of private messages from people actually asking me the question, do you think I should buy in again? And I always say, I'm, I don't want to decide that. You know? But I do think yeah. that if you ever want to give Infect a go again, November will be the time. Because I, yeah. after testing with this, it is insane. And I think on Friday I played like, I don't know, 30 games, and I probably won 25 of them. Um, the yeah. deck has never felt... looks so silly. It is. Like against Control, um, I, I recently played against Mark Vogt on when I was in Bologna for the Four Seasons tournament. You you probably know Four Seasons, right? Yeah, or, of course. Okay. Uh, Mark was there, winner of the last um, Legacy Grand Prix uh, in uh, in uh, in Bologna. <laughs> a funny thing. And I know Mark. We we actually uh, we play a lot together, sometimes online, uh, and uh, he just crushes me every single time. He's such a good player. I have zero chance against him. Um, and I asked him, Mark, can I test Legolas? And he said, sure, man, if I can test uh, of the Beanstalk, he was trying that one out. And we played, I don't know how many games we played, but every single game was very 50-50. And uh, I, I don't remember our score, but it was at least 50% for me, which was already insane 
how much it changed the matchup. Every single time I had the card in my hand, I didn't feel like I could lose. It was that powerful. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I think I think it's important to explain to people why it's so good. Like split second, yeah. your opponent's not able to even get your guy off the board. So let's let's put ourselves yeah. in a scenario where you have two green mana and a Glistener Elf, and your opponent doesn't have blockers, right? Yeah. You're just like, okay, during during my turn, I will make my guy hexproof. Or even if they do have a guy, right? Like, let's say they have a Tarmogoyf, right? They have a Tarmogoyf, right? You're like, okay, I'll make my guy uh, hexproof, and there's nothing you can do about it. Then no, and, I, and the reason why it's so good in Infect is like, w when is your opponent going to use their removal? Right? Like, if I start in the combat step against, like, Delva, and I start with Invigorate, what very often happens these days is my opponent plays Bowmasters. Okay, so they, they target my, my threat. In response, I will use Legolas. That means the ability fizzles, so you do not get the Orc. Yep. Now, I also have a 5-5. I'm going to attack. I'm going to kill your Orc. And now what happens? They can't respond yeah. to this. So the split second and is then you're really like, the thing. I'll berserk, and now you're dead. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the example I gave you, um, like a couple of minutes ago, because I, I can I can see people saying that yeah, but your opponent played wrong. They should have just wasteland in your turn. Um, and we actually discussed that exact situation. I told my friend uh, back then, do you think that's true? Because let's hypothetically do that, right? You wait yeah. for my turn in my upkeep. You wasteland ink moth nexus. Okay. Same thing. I'm going to animate my nexus. It will animate itself. I'm going to use Legolas. That means it has hexproof. It untaps. It untaps. And now, yeah. my, every pump spell I use in my turn now kills you. So do you really think that's better? I'm not saying it, yeah. it, it is. I mean, it I, is I just an option. Yeah. It's just, it makes removal for your opponents so awkward. And when I, was, when I was playing against Mark, he said the same thing. I have no idea right now when I have to use my removal spells. Well, and that's Sam. Here's here's something I just I just put together that's kind of wild. Um, <laughs> I'm very curious now. <laughs> yeah, let's put ourselves in a situation where you're attacking into their, you know, let's say uh, Murktide region that, uh, and they've got some number of infect, right? Yep. You're attacking into their into their Murktide region with your Inkmoth Nexus, right? <laughs> you cast uh, Legolas Quick Reflexes on it, right? Yeah. Um, and you pump your uh you pump it to a five, five and you, and you're already attacking and you say, okay, let's go to blocks and they go, okay, I'll block my, uh, you know, my five, five against your five, five, right. You can then, uh, tap it for mana, you know, which taps it deal five damage to their, uh, let, let's say it doesn't kill it. Let's say it's a six, six, right. Deal six damage to their, uh, Murktide region. Right? So it's still, like, got one toughness left. And then cast Berserk and trample over the rest. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you've sure. already, it's already got damage on it. So all the rest of the damage is going to carry over to the opponent, right? So yeah. th there's, like, some really cool tricks you can do in combat against blockers. That, oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. That, like, especially, you know, Inkmoth Nexus specifically because it has that tap ability to, to make mana, is you could really put your opponent into a weird spot where they just... They just can't even block properly. No, you. that's the thing. Split second makes it so powerful because you just cannot interact with this. The best thing you can do against Infect is keep your removal spells. And with Legolas, that's just no longer the case because 
again, every single time I had Legolas in my hand, I felt like, okay, this is if I play this right, I cannot lose. Yeah. Um, it's it's if I can compare this, this is infects Allosaurus Shepherd, right? When elves got Allosaurus Shepherd, it was perfect for their deck specifically, and they gave gave them a massive boost. And I think yeah. this is what Infect has been needing for a long while because it's protection, the best protection ever, because it just works. Period. One yeah. green, bit second. But on top of this, we get something that Infect has never had unless you splashed colors, which is removal spell. You can remove a threat with this, and it works alongside. As I said before, it's going to be both aggressive and defensive. And if we get this, that's a scary tool to give infect. And I've been seeing that people are saying that this is also going to be good in depths, and I agree with you there. But I think it's going to be even better in infect because depths, you know, they are still going to be very, very vulnerable to wasteland, which has been always good against them. Um, and that's not true for infect, of course. So don't get me wrong. I think depths surely will get a boost. But if there's one deck that will benefit the most from this, it's going to be infect. And in my builds that I've been trying out recently, I'm playing four, and I wish yeah. I could play eight. But <laughs> uh, it's just yeah, that, it's very it's, good. It's that good, honestly. It's insane. So I'm looking yeah. forward to November. And it's funny because I, I just said that I'm not playing a lot on Magical Line anymore because ever since this card got spoiled, I just <laughs> I just haven't felt a lot of you know wanting to play on Magical Line because I, I want to play with Legolas. I actually on on Twitter I posted a couple of days ago and I asked. Um, Daybreak Games, are you going to be able to put Legolas on day one on Magic Line? Because I want to have that card immediately. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I could tell you more and more funny game uh, situations that I had with Legolas, because, but it keeps coming. And a lot of weird things that I encounter while I'm playing that I hadn't even thought about, it's going to be. It feels like good. this card has like two more lines of text than it should, right? Like, yeah, that's that's exactly. how I feel about it. I'm like, if it just exactly. had Hexproof and Split Second, it would be, it'd still be playable. I, but, I'd like, probably play it. Untap and this other ability, like, what? Yeah. Even the Wild. Reach. The Reach is so Yeah, awkward. the Reach! Yeah, I was reach. able to, it's one like, time, uh, like, block a Merktide Regent, give give my Glistener off Reach, just to block Merktide, and then just slam it with Ink Moth Nexus on the way yeah, back. Yeah, stay alive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they can't <laughs> respond to this because it will happen. And my opponent showed like his hand with like two Force Wills. Uh, I don't care. I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> that's why I compare it to Alastora Shepard. It's yeah. It's I could go on over this card like forever. It's so strong, and I can't wait to play with this because I'm going to Eternal Week in Europe, and it will be legal by, by then because Eternal yeah. Week in Europe is like November 17, I think. Um, so I'm gonna try and surprise some people. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh man, yeah, I wish I had my I wish I had my trap still, man. I this is a, this is <laughs> look, it just feels like I mean to to that point, like I still I still give, in fact, a lot of props in that like I, right now I'm playing eight cast and I'm playing uh, Death Shadow because those are the decks that I can afford. Uh, you know, being able to play with Shocklands or like not having to play with the lands at all, right? Um, and I'm still giving, in fact, it's props in that I'm playing a bug version of Death Shadow so I can splash green for Berserk because that card's so good. <laughs> yeah, it is. Berserk is very good. That's for sure. Being able to just be like, hey, um, okay, I'm playing against a deck that has, you know, like, for me, it was always, it, as a rugged over player, playing against elves was a nightmare because it's like, yeah, okay, I'll attack with my guy. Oh, I'll block... Uh, with the Elvish Spirit Guide, and I'll bounce it back to my hand and draw a card, and you're just like, there's nothing you can do. It's just like you have, you either win with Delver or you lose, right? So being able to just be like, okay, well, I'll attack with my 
12-12 Death Shadow, right? And they're like, okay, I'll block with my Elvish Spirit Guide and bounce it in my hand. With, and you're like, cool, Berserk. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, you take 24 damage. You know? Uh, being able to play a card that just, like, completely blanks the whole idea of, like, oh, I'll just infinitely block your guys or, like, I'll block with my, uh, you know, Baleful Strix or whatever. Berserk is such a dumb magic card that, like, it just doesn't <laughs> yeah. get it doesn't get the props that it really should to me. And and even you know, outside of it, in fact, even there are several times where I look where I look at a situation, I'm just like, this this whole deck could be made better if you just added Berserk to it. <laughs> but it's not always you know because it doesn't have the same versatility as say in Biggin, Invigorate, Legolas's Quick Reflexes. It is only an offensive card for the most part. Uh, yeah, you I know mean, as well I as I do. You, I could tell yeah. you a lot of stories about Berserk being defensive. Yeah, uh, you know as well it's... as I do when your opponent reanimates Elishnorn, uh, if yeah, they attack yeah. with it, that's the dumbest possible thing they can do. Exactly. It like, I will gladly take eight to get that off the board. Yeah, exactly. That exact situation happened. <laughs> yeah, so, I've, uh, I've done it a few times. How many times have, have you... Uh, uh, so I don't get to play the mirror a lot, but I did in that tournament I was talking with Gerard, Gerard Fabiano. I did play early early rounds. I played against another Infect deck, and I got the guy with the Vines of Vastwood trick, and and we had to call a judge. Oh, nice! Yeah, it happens. I actually, yeah, you're have like one... uh, I'll counter your spell by casting uh, this thing that gives it Shroud, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I actually remember um, playing a finals of a tournament that's still on YouTube, by the way. That footage. Of, uh, that was me, Infect against Infect. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and uh, I, th- th- of course, I feel very, very happy in the in the mirror because I mean I know the deck very well. Yeah, you of know course. the deck, yeah. And uh, we had a lot of situations that were just so funny because I remember at times where um, I think the game got decided by my opponent attacked with Glistener Elf into my Glistener Elf, and I just waited. They invigorated, they berserked, and I'm like, okay, that puts me to nine. Oh, okay, fine. And then they invigorate again, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna invigorate my Elf. That means I only take nine. They've used their entire hand. It's like yeah. weird stuff like that, right? Yep. Uh, it's um, it's it's interesting for sure, definitely. Um, but um, yeah, Legolas. I mean, Zach. If I don't know, once the card gets printed, you're probably gonna have to try Infect again because yeah. uh, I think <laughs> at least try Infect with Shocklands. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you sure. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, so, so Sam, do you play any? Uh, like you said, you've been playing Infect for about ten years. Do you play any other deck archetypes? Um, yes, but never competitively. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair. I, I I play a lot of archetypes. Uh, I have a very dedicated uh, friend group here in uh, in uh, in the country where I live, and we. Well, we, we come together every week. Not that I can make it every week, but there's the there's a group. If you want to play, you can play every week. Like there's always some some uh, some guys uh, playing. And we have, uh, I mean, I live in Belgium, and we have a lot of very good players here. There, it's not like it's a big country or anything, but we have in my in my group, for example, we have like three um, Grand Prix top eighters. Just to show that even though it's a small country, the players are dedicated. So it's yeah. not like I'm playing against scrubs or anything like that. <laughs> Far from it. Uh, and I test a lot of archetypes um, just for fun against these people. And I've I've been saying for years now that one day I will go to a tournament and play with a different deck than Infect. And then as soon as I want to leave to the tournament, I'm like, nah, not today. Yeah, no, <laughs> just, that, it's not that just day. I still yeah. know that best one. Uh, so I actually do enjoy other archetypes, but I've never played it competitively. Although that's not true. I actually, I think um, I played 
in one tournament where I did not play Infect, which was the time when Ren and Six was legal, I actually I stopped playing Infect two times in my entire Magic career, which which was once when Ren and Six was legal because that was honestly that was just the only time I stopped playing is when something was just so obviously broken that I knew it was going to get banned sooner I went or later. From Infect <laughs> back to Rogue Delver when, yeah. when it, uh, that that card got spoiled, I was like, I, I, all right, we're back. <laughs> exactly, and I, I can see why. And that's yeah. um, that's the time when I played Grixis Delve in a tournament. I actually did really well. I think I went 5-2 in that tournament. Um, did I just missed top 8, and I had a horrible time, and I never touched the deck again. So that's to yeah. show you that. I don't I don't really care about that. I want to have fun when I'm playing, for sure. And sure, if, if I would win a tournament but not have fun, I would not play the deck again. I think, yeah. for me, having fun with the deck is the most important thing. It's not like we're playing for high stakes or anything when you're playing Legacy, right? So play what yeah. you enjoy. I think no one's going to the Pro Tour one. off of Legacy. Yeah, actually, I did. Once. Yeah, I think. Oh, is... well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, but that's that's uh, where Cause... very very weird situation where they had like in the Magic card markets uh, in Paris they had like one slot for the Pro Tour. I don't even know how they managed it, but uh, I I got that one then. It was so weird. <laughs> and then it was Corona, awesome. so I actually. I still had to play at home, so I was like, oh, that's, that's that's just so silly. Oh. <laughs> um, but, we, no, I mean, you have to play for fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ren and Six was so good during that era that I built Rug Delver in Vintage and just threw Collector Ulves into the Delver spot, and I top-aided a Vintage tournament. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it caught strong. You know, you know it's a really good card to retrace in Vintage? I don't. I didn't know anything about vintage. So we'll just think about the the power nine, right? Like, what what card would you like to be able to just retrace over and over again? I mean, black loaders, I guess. <laughs> well, retrace is only instants and sorceries. Exactly. So you can see my knowledge about yeah. uh, about Renaissance so and the, the card. <laughs> the card I'm the card I'm getting at is it's really good to retrace time walk. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Normally that's, people are like, oh, ancestor recall, so good. You just draw all the cards. I'm like, yeah, you can draw all the cards, or you can take all the turns. Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. <laughs> there were there were several times where my opponent was like, "Okay, well then just present your win condition." I'm like, "See this collector wolf? It's going to that, attack you the one. ten yeah. times." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Yeah. I, I, I've never played vintage, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I, I just six with strip mine was like a whole different monster, man. Like just you so, just feel like a whole different power level. <laughs> is Renaissance six banned in in uh, vintage? No, no, it's oh, it's okay. totally legal. The, so at that time, I, so this was in an event called the Mana Drain. Um, at that time, uh, the big card was uh, Dreadhorde Arcanist. So everyone was playing Dreadhorde Arcanist using, like, you know, basically like blue, red, Delver, Lightning Bolts, you know, rebuying their Ancestral Recall and stuff like that. And I was like, I think if I just play four Collector Wolf and then play like the normal Rug Delver pattern and like just throw a couple of artifacts, you know, like throw the red, green, blue Moxes in the deck and, and of course the Black Lotus, and I play Narsets. And instead of, because everyone was playing Narset at the time, instead of playing Jace the Mind Sculptor, because everyone's also playing Pyroblast, I'll just play Chandra Torch of Defiance, which does technically draw you an extra card every turn, but it's that, like, exile situation. And that card was so good because it got around Nar everyone's Narsets. I had I could just ignore everyone's Narsets because I wasn't playing, like, Brainstorm and stuff. Yeah. I was just like, I'll just, you know, like, I'll just play the, the normal cards I was going to play. You only get one Brainstorm in that format. And, you know, between Narsets and Renin 6, you know, you do Renin 6 and then you, like, ping their, their Narset because it's at 1, you know. 
it was it was a wild time. I they had this thing where uh, I I won my first round, lost my second round, and in the third round I got paired up against the person who was like the top player in the tournament, who was at like this winning. They called the winning in table like the feature match area, and it was this it was a uh you know winner stays loser pays kind of situation. So yeah. I sat at that table for the rest of the tournament because I just won every match after that just like on a deck that no one was really looking at. Um, obviously this is not the point of uh, the point of this interview <laughs> is to, for me to just tell you about how good Ren and six was, but man. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel, so good. I feel you. Yeah. Ren and six. That was <laughs> just shows you that, that I, I, that's how I, I felt about the way you feel about legless quick reflexes is how I felt about Ren and six. I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> the, the card was so powerful that if it, if, if a card gets me to stop playing infect, that that should say you something. That's just, yeah. just and Dreadhorde Arcanist. We already mentioned it. That's the time when I didn't stop playing, but I actually created a rug infect list that was playing Dreadhorde Arcanist, and I actually yeah, used the card good. where we needed it for. I used pump spells yeah. <laughs> with Dreadhorde. That was pretty fine. Uh, yeah, and and most but, of the deck is one drop spells, so like you can you know you oh okay yeah I'll, I guess I'll brainstorm here. This is yeah. a free brainstorm. I like that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. So, uh, final final notes. Uh, so we've got we've got your deck lists uh, in the bottom. Uh, obviously, we're gonna put all your uh, put all your links and stuff below. But is there anywhere people should look uh, look for you uh, uh, online? Definitely, I make dedicated infect content. I mean, I'm sure you've noticed that I really like the deck already. Um, and I make YouTube content. I used to um, stream on Twitch, uh, but I've been I I just don't have that much time anymore. I became a father. Uh, and I now have a daughter about one and a half. So uh, ever ever since becoming a father, I um, swapped YouTube because I can now just record when I have the time to. Um, and it's yeah. all the same. It's just Fenris Cloud. I am also on Twitter, and I have a Patreon where I uh, make sideboard guides for the deck every month uh, where I have an update on the meta. So if you want to play Infect in the future, you can consider checking out the YouTube and Patreon if you want to follow me personally. I would recommend going to Twitter. You could follow me on Twitch. Uh, I may sometime ever twitch uh, use twitch again to stream but i don't know for the time being that's on a pause but i'm still making content and i'd love to see you all there awesome well sam thanks so much uh it's been a blast talking to you okay zach thanks for having me yeah have a good one man bye thanks for watching if you have the means to support the channel please check us out on patreon and check out this next video it's pretty great